Hey, and welcome to the Kid Therapist Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Lauren. We are two licensed mental health therapists practicing in Maryland who love helping kids and families to manage and overcome their mental health struggles. Our goal of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and provide some insight into what could be going on with your kids. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back this week. I'm so excited about this week's episode. We are talking about body positivity in kids and how that relates to kids' body image. We have special guest Alex Morella. She's one of our fellow therapists and one of our good friends. So we're so excited to hear her knowledge and her ideas about how us as therapists, caregivers, parents, you know, can help our kids to increase and empower their body positivity. Here we go. Kids start noticing and forming thoughts about their bodies at a young age. Research according to FamilyDoctor.org suggests that children as young as three can have body image concerns. Messages from society, parents, peers, unfortunately reinforce the messages and negative beliefs that achieving body perfection is the goal, general unsatisfaction with body shape, size, or type, having the perfect body would create happiness or even acceptance from others, a number on the scale or size of clothing defines body perfection, and feeling desire to quote-unquote do anything to achieve the perfect body. Clearly, these thoughts and beliefs are irrational and dangerous. Plain and simple, there is no perfect body. Just like how we've talked about in past episodes how there's no perfect parent or perfect kid, but unfortunately this unrealistic ideal of being perfect has impacted so many people and especially body image concerns. It's something as therapists we hear a lot from our clients, even kids and adults. All ages, sizes, genders, cultures, they're all impacted by messages of negative body image and body negativity. This is a big issue in our U.S. culture today, so we thought about incorporating body, to- body positivity in your kid's life uh, would be an important topic and good topic to discuss for you guys today. I'm so excited that we are talking about this topic today. You know, I think a long time ago we thought this was an issue that came up more for middle school students, mm-hmm. but it is affecting kids, both girls and boys, so much younger. Um, so we are very lucky to welcome a very special guest today, Alex Morella, one of our fellow therapists at our group therapy practice, friend, and our go-to on all things body positivity. So Alex is a licensed graduate therapist working within a group private practice setting. She has a background in working with those coping with trauma and anxiety disorders, body dysmorphia, and self-esteem issues. Alex is a firm believer in the body positivity movement. She's passionate about supporting others and strengthening their mind and body connections, as well as building a sense of home within their bodies. So welcome, Alex. Welcome, Alex. Hi, guys. Thank you. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. This is probably one of my like podcast episodes I've been most looking forward to. When Me we kind of planned out the season, I'm just so excited. Oh, well, thank you so Can't much wait to me. hear what you have to share with us. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this professionally, and also, you know, I'm a mom of a pre-adolescent girl, so this is such an important topic. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so we'll just dig in. So, so what is body positivity, Alex? 
Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> so, um, plain and simple, I mean, body positivity, it's, it's mostly like a social movement where um, it's really dedicated to the belief that humans are worthy of like positive body image, right? Um, and so it's really dedicated also to like, kind of shifting and moving some of those societal views of what is quote unquote like a perfect body mm-hmm. or you know a, a worthy deserving body so um so it's really like a social movement where i mean it's it's this kind of collaborative experience of how do we change and transition our mindset around what is beautiful worthy good able all of that right so um it's a really exciting movement and something that i'm personally very passionate about so. yeah no that's awesome so like how would you relate this to kids and their body image so this whole movement of you know feeling worthy and feeling that acceptance in their bodies like how do you think that would incorporate in a kid's mindset yes such <laughs> a good question as well um because i think we do we kind of start very late, right? With, mm-hmm. with like <laughs> approaching body image and, and it's so important to pay attention to uh, just our, our children and how they're doing as far as, you know, from a holistic approach. But um, I can give you guys some statistics I found. That yeah, really I would love that. Um, so this comes from the Body Positive Institute, um, which they do really amazing trainings and stuff. So I can tell you about that at the end. But uh, so 65% of teens are afraid of gaining weight. Wow. 65. That's alarming. Um, 44% of teens skip meals as a tactic to lose weight or control their weight. That's like almost half. Yeah. More than half. Um, By age six, I I thought this was interesting, by age six, girls especially start to express concerns about their weight or shape. 40 to 60% of elementary school girls, so ages six to 12, Mm -hmm. are concerned about their weight or becoming too fat. Mm. Wow. So young. So young. I mean, it just really blows my mind. But I mean... I don't know about you guys, but I mean, that's kind of a, a developmental stage, yeah. right? Where you're starting to become aware of your body, mm-hmm. how yours might be different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. And so it is developmentally like a solid place, to, you know, like that's kind of a natural place yeah. to start. But interesting that we have this massive fear of my body might not be good enough mm-hmm. or, you know, and which just goes back to what you brought up in the beginning of like, you know, a lot of times it can be geared towards wanting acceptance so really cool that we like are opening up this conversation about body positivity and how that relates to kids and so um I think that really ultimately this relates to kids because if you think about it um influencing our children to have body like positive body image um it really is essential to building self-esteem right positive Mm self-esteem building healthier relationships for kids um increasing their performance at school Mm -hmm. right if you feel good about yourself then you're going to feel confident in your work um all of those areas and it really also helps kids to develop in like alternative preoccupations right Mm -hmm. so instead of focusing so much on our bodies and so much on who we are and how we look you're able to and like kind of channel that energy right. and things mm-hmm. that are much more long lasting, you know, like hobbies, interests. Yeah, more fulfilling. That are, yeah. Exactly. That kind of really form your entire identity, mm-hmm. right? That's really so. powerful how when they're so consumed with their body image and how they feel about themselves, that, that could be really holding them back from cultivating all those other gifts that they have. Absolutely. Like all that mental energy is going mm-hmm. to this negative place that's mm-hmm. not needed. Yeah. 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 Wow. So really think about it just for developmental reasons and and just holistically developing yeah. as a human, this is such an important piece. So I'm super excited to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's great. So what are some ways to encourage, inspire, compliment kids without focusing on external or 
outside characteristics about their body. I think sometimes you hear parents mm-hmm. saying, especially for girls, wow, you look so beautiful in that mm. dress, or yeah. what is, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, think about it, I mean, if just societally, like, we're, that's what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you look great. Yeah. Them, right? yeah. <laughs> Which is a blessing. We want to compliment yeah. people around us. Um, but with kids, you know, it's so, they're so, you know, uh, they just absorb everything. Yeah, impressionable. Yeah. They're very impressionable, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're building that whole identity about themselves. Absolutely. And they're, they are building that, so therefore what you tell them really does fuel a lot of what they start to believe. And so, um, obviously, it's important to say, hey, you look really nice. You know, like there are times when that's appropriate. Or mm-hmm. to be like, wow, you look you're really beautiful, you know. Um, but there also are ways that it's so important to empower your child in alternative ways, right? Mm-hmm. Of being like, I, I love saying and, and kind of transitioning some of those words to like, hey, you know what? You're really important. Aww. Or, yeah. you know, you're just so strong. Like, you just helped me carry all that, all those groceries in mm-hmm. and you're so strong. You know, or I love like, I can see how confident you are when you wear that. Mm-hmm. You know, like transitioning some of those words to empower your child for who they are, not how they look. Yeah, I love that. And sort of the empty praises Mm -hmm. that you're, that empowerment. Yes, exactly. Like, let's talk about what you can do, who you are. You know, those things are so, so powerful and they stick with a kid, you know? Whereas, oh, you're so beautiful. That's wonderful. Yes. But it's showing that that's, that's your best quality, right? That's, that's affirming that and saying, well, I'm really best because I'm beautiful, Mm. right? Like that's my worth stems from that. And so we really want to, I think it's empowering and important to think about how can we transition that so, you know, we're really approaching it like you're just, you're powerful and amazing and so important and you matter, right? Not just because of what you do, how you look, yeah. all of that, just because just of who you existing. are. Right, yeah. exactly. So that yeah. really, really supports a, a kid's self esteem. Yeah, and think about how often a kid hears you're important, you matter. Mm. I mean, that just, even just hearing it come out of your mouth, it like really hits me, you know, in my heart. I'm like, wow, like I, I can't remember like, you know, times that I've just kind of randomly heard parents, you know, or people talk to their children or even, you know, teachers, coaches, people, you know, there's yep. this, this external focus so much, but it's like, you are important. Like, yes. you know, you mean a lot to me, you know, just having kind of that language I think is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. So. You're important because you're you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, not because of anything that you're wearing or the shape that your body or the way you look. Yeah. Exactly. But it is important to also notice that or talk about it. And we'll kind of get to this later, I think. But um, we are very body phobic in many Mm. ways. And so, for instance, even in just in general, we don't really acknowledge how connected our minds and bodies are, right? Yeah. Um, We're very much, we separate them. And so, you know, mental health, physical health, right? But really they're one and the same. Mm -hmm. That's my personal ideology. Yeah, Yeah, I totally uh, agree. And so it's interesting, like, it is important to also talk about bodies, you know, Mm -hmm. like address it, acknowledge it, because the more body phobic you are, it kind of also, it isolates that, right? Mm. You're not acknowledging what your body can do for you. You're not acknowledging, right. wow, like I see myself getting stronger in these ways, right? Mm-hmm. Or, wow, my body is kind of feeling kind of weird today. That's weird. We want to be able to check in with our bodies mm-hmm. and giving kids that platform to say, hey, you know, like, what did your body do today for you? Or like, we're going on this walk and like, how cool our legs took us yeah. there, you know? And so, and I can talk about that in, in a little bit later. But, That's so cool. That um, feels very like mindful and just kind of, you know, being very present yeah. with your body. Yeah. yeah, so we don't want to just like completely 
disregard right, right. the kid's yeah. body. Yeah, I appreciate right? that because I think we could start that conversation to be like, oh, well, I'm never going to say anything about my child's right. body. Right, I'm gonna, right. Like, Take it to the, the other extreme. The other way. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's really that, changing the whole conversation about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that can set the precedence of like, mm-hmm. oh, mom never compliments me or dad never compliments me on or says anything about my body. Yeah. Even my body's bad, right? Yeah. We can internalize that too. Right. So yeah. you want to have that happy medium balance. Yeah. yeah. On both, one of, either one of those mm-hmm. ends isn't healthy. Exactly. Um, That's so. a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started to get into this, but what are maybe some simple ways that parents, caregivers, you know, just adults in general can alter the way that they talk about body image for themselves, like individually, and, you know, how that can impact their kids? Absolutely. Um, so I'm a big believer, in, and I think you guys, just based on knowing you, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of believe in this too, but I'm a big believer in self-compassion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that kind of drives just such a positive direction in life life changing um, absolutely yeah. so you know it, it's so important that you yourself as a parent right and just model healthy body image right or model um just kind of representing that like how do i how do i actually create this for myself but also for my kid right because mm-hmm. they're watching what you're doing and mm-hmm. and being self-compassionate in the sense of like you're not always going to get it perfect you're not always gonna you know mm-hmm. nail it right on the head but just being aware of you know what I'm human too and and I, I I struggle with these things but I also I also want to make sure I'm modeling those really healthy behaviors and and words and all of that stuff yeah. right those thoughts for my kid um so I always think it's like it's important to look at okay I want my kid to really eat healthfully healthfully mm-hmm. balanced right okay that's wonderful so let's check in with how you as a parent are mm. are you know eating and how are you modeling some of that right yeah. um and you know, exercise, same with thing, like, same with that, like, do it with them, yeah. right, incorporate your kids into the behaviors that you want to see happening, or you're concerned about, quote, unquote, invite them into that space, do it with them, that's a really yeah. important piece, so, um, I think also the biggest one I could talk about is, is really reducing some of that shameful language. Yeah, yeah. so what one. do you do as a mom, if you're, child says I don't want to wear that I look fat or I feel fat today yeah yeah absolutely it comes up quite a bit uh so (laughs) it's interesting and I I could go kind of fall down this rabbit hole of even talking about the word fat in general well please do yeah yeah Yeah, we want to talk about that okay yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) go down that hole (laughs) let's do it Uh, so I personally, it's just such an interesting concept of wh- at what point did we start, like, when did the word fat become mm-hmm. such a stigmatized, such a, shame a word. horrible, shameful word, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's reclaim. like, I love the idea of reclaiming that word, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a descriptor. It's not really, it has no moral value attached to it. It right. doesn't have to, right? And so of, you know, like someone saying, oh, I look, I look fat in that. Okay. You know, we don't, you don't even have to, I, I, let me reframe this for a second. <laughs> it is so important to not say no, you don't look fat, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the knee-jerk reaction? Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, no, you don't look fat, right? That, that's, I mean, that's such a natural thing that we do. We say, we've been taught to say in society. But yeah. I love the idea of reframing that and saying, okay, well, tell me about that. What does that even mean? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, really opening up the dialogue around that or acknowledging, like, if I say, no, you're not fat, that's perpetuating the shame mm-hmm. around fat. Right. Right. Your child at like, let's, let's, let's reframe some of that and say, okay, you may not feel comfortable in that, but what will make you feel comfortable? Right. Mm. Like what, what, what's your favorite thing about your body today? Okay. Really feel strong in your legs. Like, great. Let's find something that makes you feel like you're, you're embodying that, right. You're, you're showing that off. Not that you want to 
you know, put your kid in a mini skirt, but, right. you know, <laughs> but like you're really yeah. emphasizing, like, I feel so confident in these pants because they're my favorite mm-hmm. or this is mm-hmm. so comforting to me. Right. And so it's reframing some of that and not saying, no, you're not. Or, you know, oh, don't say that about yourself. Right. Yeah. You're still honoring and holding space for what your kid's saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're also acknowledging and reframing some of it to be, to be positive and to say, okay, you may not like these things. That's okay. Yeah. You don't have to love everything about your body right. all the time. Mm-hmm. But it is okay to acknowledge what you do love, right? That's yeah. really important to say, okay, I really love that I have made, like, my hair is just, like, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Or, you know, I, I love how I do my hair this way. Yeah. Great. That's, how, that's a great way to, do, you know, go about the day, yeah. feeling confident in those areas. And so, um, yeah, I think that we destigmatizing the word fat is... I love that. And I think that takes some, you know, active listening on the part of the parent to hear, okay, this child is saying, I feel fat, but what are they really like meaning from that? They're meaning they, like you said, they feel uncomfortable Mm. in like what they're wearing or something like that. So, you know, instead of connecting the word fat to meaning like, you know, oh, that, that feels ugly or that feels bad. Instead, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you're feeling some discomfort because of you know, whatever reason for why that is today, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Acknowledging yeah. how do we build emotional yeah. in, like, intelligence yeah. into that yeah. or identification. So that's huge. Yeah. Because um, fat is not an emotion, you right. know? Right. <laughs> you know, you're right. It's a descriptor, you know? Absolutely. But discomfort is an emotion, you know, feeling you know, yeah, just kind of uncomfortable. That's okay. You know, we're allowed to feel that. Absolutely. <laughs> just hold yeah. space for it. So yeah. That's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, so uh, the shaming language where you had brought up, you yeah. know, like, uh, what do you say, right? And mm-hmm. and so I also think it's really important as a parent to acknowledge or to pick up on how you're speaking about your body, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, I think it's really natural if you've never had, I mean, very few of us have had that, like, really positive influence. Yeah. Where, like, you know, we struggle with our body image sometimes. Sure. I do. I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys, but yeah, sure. it can yep. come up. And <laughs> yeah. so, um, you know, checking yourself and being, you know, am I speaking kind of kindly to myself mm-hmm. or am I criticizing myself in the mirror? Am I, is my kid watching that? Right. Yeah. They, yeah. they notice that stuff. If, and so, yeah. um, being kind to yourself as well as to your child, that is so important. I was just thinking about how you were, you were sharing. I love what you shared about the word fat. And even with foods, you know, we assign those mm. same judgments to foods, good foods, bad foods, Absolutely. that language as well with kids. Mm. Absolutely. There's morality involved with food as well where yeah. you know oh I, I'm being so bad and I'm cheating yeah right or I deserve yeah. this like, like this I is my so treat my yeah cheat yeah. yeah that's gonna perpetuate a oh lot my gosh. of stuff yeah. you know and so it's acknowledging that all foods are good all yeah. foods serve purpose sometimes yeah. food, is, food is food yeah and sometimes <laughs> food is just fuel yeah right yeah. and so yeah. it's okay to acknowledge that we have ice cream tonight because we love ice cream. Right. You know? We just feel like we having have, it. We have broccoli the next night yeah. because we love broccoli. Like, yeah. we appreciate all foods for what they are. Mm-hmm. And so building that language around that, too, is so awesome yeah. for parents to do. Do you have any recommendations for a parent maybe who has a child who only wants to eat highly sugar foods sure. or, like, how to use that language? to not shame them and not complicate mm-hmm. their relationship with food or put all those good food, bad yeah. food, all that language we were just talking about. How, how would they talk about that with their child? Sure. That's a great question. And I don't feel like I'm super strong on that. I will yeah. say like, so I'll share just based on like my, the small amount of information I know about like <laughs> feeding for kids. Right. Um, but I do think that building choice into the matter is so important mm-hmm. for kids, yeah. you know, like, okay, well that's, this is what we're having for dinner, right? And you have the choice of either this or this, right? Mm. And, yeah. you know, you're not going to go out of your way and make 
12 meals for every kid in your family, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's that piece of allowing kids to have some kind of choice. But today we're not, you know, we can have cereal, you know, another night or another yeah. day, but today this is what we're having. So it's, okay. it's, it's still setting that boundary and saying, here's what we're having, but you also get some choice in the matter. Yeah. Right? And also incorporate your kids into your cooking. Mm-hmm. Oh you know? yeah. That's, That's a, a great one. idea. Again, take your kids mm-hmm. with you along this journey. Yeah. So, so important. What you're modeling, you're teaching them how to cook, right? Mm-hmm. You're teaching them what nutritious foods feel like, taste like, all of that stuff. You're building yeah. the sensory into it. And you're having fun. You're bonding with your kid, you know? Like, that's yeah. so special. Your kid will one day look that. on that and say, I remember cooking with my mom. Like, that was so important. Yeah. Or, you know, like, that was, we used to have so much fun. Or even baking, right? Yeah. Making those things that are enjoyable and, and just enjoying the time and space shared with each other while also teaching and modeling those healthy behaviors. Yeah, because that's more so like helpful. an experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so, Alex, how do you incorporate body positivity, like, in your practice as a therapist, whether you're working with an adult, a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, going back to the self-compassion, yeah. that's a big yeah. one for me. Um, you know, always acknowledging, can, can we see where you, what, what you've done right? Can we acknowledge mm-hmm. what you're doing well? What, 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 what is it about you that, that is, um, and, you know, wonderful and, and celebratory? Mm-hmm. And, and how do we give yourself grace when, you know, things aren't going as, as ideally or you don't, you're not making the decisions that are serving you as best mm-hmm. as you'd like, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we build that, you know, self-compassion into it? Um, a lot of embodiment work, which um, embodiment is, is basically the idea that your body is kind of the largest, one of the biggest resources in your recovery. So acknowledging that like we can't recover, we can't we can't do any of this without your body, right? Your body gives oh, cool. you a lot of answers yeah. that your mind may not be caught up with. Mm-hmm. And so that for me is really special. Um, I think it's really important to use your body to identify like your emotions, right? Um, and building some of that like physical and emotional need identification. Mm-hmm. So um, to help you treat yourself and, you know, holistically. So, um, and then also, I mean, I think it comes from like myself. It sounds silly, but I myself am a plus size woman and I, I do value or I don't take for granted how important it is that what I model in, mm. in the room is also so important, right? Mm. Um, you know, like I get the opportunity to model confidence, self-acceptance, kindness towards myself, that self-compassion, right? Yeah. And because people will ask, it's interesting. They will ask and they'll be really? like, well, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of yeah. that counter-transference and it's the, some curiosity there, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, huh, <laughs> but you're so confident and how does that work? And so, and yeah. then it's a really cool platform to utilize my physical capacity, like who I am as yeah. a person, right? And to yeah. demonstrate like you can be set free from some of this stuff, you know? That's you don't incredible. have to live in this purgatory of, I don't like how I look. Shame. Right? Yeah. Just shame. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I use that as, I, I just think it's such a wonderful opportunity. So It's so yeah, important, really cool. I imagine, when, um, and it, this could probably start at a really young age, when you you feel a lot of shame and, and negative, negativity and dissatisfaction with your body, yeah. that's going to really disconnect the mind and body in so many ways. And so, you know, like you said, using that body awareness for yeah. a lot of healing and, um, you know, when kids... Um, and, or teens start to really hate their body, and I know that's strong language, but I think mm-hmm. you can get to that point, um, then they're not going to, they're going to totally disconnect from their body. You know, they're Definitely. not going to be able to um, connect with their emotions. They're not going to right. uh, 
um, have that mind body awareness. Absolutely. So, and that's that's a cool opportunity for parents, especially parents of teens, to open up that conversation. And it may not always be approachable, right? Sure. You got you have to meet gotta, the client where they are. Yeah, you got to meet somebody where they're at. Yeah, and, and especially yeah. as a parent, right? You kind of pick up on where they're where they're at that day, sure. that moment. Um, but if they're open to having that conversation, right? Like, okay, let's let's actually open up conversation about your body, right? Yeah. Not we don't have to appreciate what do you love about your body, what does your body do for you, even just what's your body telling you? Yeah, yeah. you know. How do, how do we pick up on that? That's a like, great question. Interesting. You can't relax today. Like, you're kind of restless. Huh. Yeah. What's going on there? Like, can we, can we lean into that and feel what that's like? Yeah. Because um, there might be some answers there. Yeah. And so. that's really cool that you don't, you know, do this push towards, like, you have to love your body, like, right oh, away. Yeah. You know, because, you know, of course, meeting the client where they are, and they may just not be in that space, and then they'll just shut down and not oh, yeah. hear anything. It can know? feel yeah. very, like, inapproachable. Like, yeah. It's not approachable at that point. And yeah. So body neutrality is a wonderful mm. tool, you know, yeah. just... How do we just allow my body to exist? Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I like yeah. that word. That's awesome. Do you have any book recommendations or websites or articles for further education about yes. this topic? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I could, hope you'll add some to like the show notes. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I have, I, I mostly have some book recommendations that are for younger kids. Uh, so like that's oh, going to be like 12 and under. But yeah. um, the book called I Like Myself, it's by Karen Beaumont, um, the cutest such a sweet sweet story um but it's about this young girl who's like she's really involved in all these different things and she just she doesn't care if she's imperfect right she just goes for it and does it and so it's really promoting this you know like building self-esteem yeah. and just doing it regardless of what other people think yeah fabulous fabulous book um i also think amanda's big dream by linda bacon is also great uh, it's about this young girl who she dreams of becoming like doing ice skating to be an ice skater oh, cool. And she's doesn't have quote unquote the body that oh, an ice yeah. skater might have, right? And so, um, basically, it really, really talks about how do you chase your dreams no matter what your body size is. And so, you know, it promotes a lot of that, like eating well, body acceptance, and like honoring your emotions. And yeah. so, great, great book if you're having a kid that yeah. is struggling to feel like they can put themselves out there because of these limitations, mm-hmm. right? Quote unquote limitations. Sure. Um, also, sometimes a spoon runs away with another spoon is a... What a it's cute a title. Silly, <laughs> it's a silly, silly uh, like title, but I love it so much. Um, but it's a coloring book, oh. and so it changes up some of those like gender normative things. Yeah. And, um, so like you'll see... Um, like a princess who builds spaceships, right? And oh coloring, God. stuff like that. That's so awesome. it's a really cool thing because it, it promotes that, like, you don't have to fall into one category of a box. That is so cool. So it's yeah. primarily a coloring book. It doesn't have much of a storyline, exactly. but that's cool because then the kid can inter- interpret it however they want and they can add, you know, names and colors and Absolutely. just some mindfulness with it. That's really cool. Yes. Yeah. And so, and, and that's a that big book. key. And I, I know we're getting ready to wrap up here, but yeah. I, I definitely want to acknowledge that what you influence your life with becomes your standard of of beauty and normalcy. Mm. So the more you're incorporating people of size, people Mm. of color into your everyday viewing, you know, capacity, like what you're, what you're viewing and television, social media, all of that stuff affects your brain. You know, you start to normalize and acknowledge like, Oh, okay. Like that's, that this is acceptable too. Mm. Right. There's not just one size fits all one color sits all one all able yeah. you know all that stuff so um I highly highly suggest parents to 
encourage their kids if they have teens right Mm -hmm. encourage them to find different like hashtags on social media i was just gonna say like that kind of scares me as a mom of a preteen you're thinking about instagram and all those filters you know when that is being what's infiltrating their what they're seeing and what they're comparing themselves to i think you're so right Mm -hmm. yep yep Mm -hmm. i love the idea i tell this all the time to parents i'm like if you like a certain hashtag you know like hashtag body positivity right yeah show your kids be like oh my gosh isn't this the coolest like she did this or you know and and teens will they pick up on it they may not always Mm -hmm. buy in but you know it's acknowledging like you're feeding your soul with with different Mm -hmm. things different you know norm like you know images and and words Mm -hmm. but you're also encouraging your kid too you're not seeing this one person exactly and and idolizing this one body image or you know standard of beauty so um I also think just to throw out there into body um into podcasts um the body image podcast is fabulous for parents to listen to um and so yeah I can give you guys some links to all that stuff so this feels like really important work that you are doing thank you I'm really I know I learned a lot today yeah me too yeah Yeah, yeah. love all the resources love the info Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys.